Sometime in life, you just got to get up and, you know. There it go. Yep, gotta get them nose hairs to go. They be real choppy. They be, you know. Ah, that's how I knew I was getting old, because, man, my nose hairs was, they started getting long, bro. Like, man. Oh, yeah. You don't know annoying irritation until you have some long nose hairs and they itch, bro. Real talk. That and eyelashes. Getting the eyelash in your eye? Oh, man. That's a different type of annoying pain, man. Hey, and the other day, you know how I knew I was getting old, man? The other day, man, I was eating some of these heavenly chicken wings from this spot called Hawaiian Grill, man. The Arab homeboys, they be frying up that chicken, man. It be golden brown. You got the lemon pepper on there with the fries. Get a little cheese cup. Cool. I'm bashing that shit. You hear me? I'm biting the chicken or whatever, whatever the case, da-da-da, and I guess a piece of bone came off of the part of the chicken that I bit, bro. And when I bit down, bro, a piece of my tooth in the back came out, cuz. Literally. I got like a hang tooth now, bro, in the back of my mouth, bro. Good thing it wasn't nothing in the front, but in the back, I got like a hang tooth, bro. It broke evenly, so it ain't like no... <laughs> fucked up uh, uh, ridgy ass uh, area where it, it kind of hurt when my tongue hit it nothing like that it don't hurt graceful but man I can't even put no Boston baked beans in that back jaw Flapper Special Podcast yep we gonna take it like this hold my liquor Flop Respectful Podcast. Hold on, hold on. What I got to say, man. You got to check out that documentary, the Kanye West documentary, that genius on Netflix. Because You mean to tell me that 20 years in the game, from day one, he had somebody recording him. The ups, the downs, all that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, just I, I just gotta applaud gotta him for that, man. For that. Just a little just insight a little on insight. that. But hey, let me get to my favorite part of the record. Hold my lip. Hold my lip. Bitch, I'm back out my coma. Waking up on your sofa. When I park my Range Rover. Slightly scratch your Corolla. Okay, I smash your Flop Corolla. Flop Respectful Podcast. I'm hanging on a hangover. Five years we been over. Ask me why I came over. One more hit and I can own ya. One more fucking I can own ya. One cold night in October. Pussy had me floating. Flop Respectful Podcast. Pussy had me dead. Might call Tupac over. Yeezy's all on your sofa. These the red Octobers. Still ain't learn me no manners. You love me when I ain't sober. You love me when I'm hungover. Even when I blow Doja. Flop Respectful Podcast. Came over. Skinny bitch with no shoulders. Telling you that I'm bogus. Bitch, you don't even know us. Baby girl, he's a loner. Baby girl, he's a loner. Late night organ donor. After daddy disown ya. After daddy just hopeless. Soulmates become soulless. When it's over, it's over. And bitch, I'm back out my coma. Man, hey, that's a classic. 
Kanye West Hold My Liquor. I was debating on between that one and that Good Morning, because Good Morning is one of my favorite songs, too. On uh, what album was that? Late Registration. Uh, but hey, in light of Hold My Liquor, hold on, let me. Might as well get a little bit of this 1800. Pour me up a little shatata. Shatata. Ratata. <laughs> Pour me up one. I see, I can't. And it's not, I'm getting old. I can't take shots like I used to. I got to sip the shot. So I'm going to sip a little bit of this shot on the hold my liquor. Ah. Phew. Phew, doggy. But yeah, man. Can't stun on that Kanye West, man. I will say that, man. The musical genius Kanye West. And like I was saying previously, you got to check that documentary out. Because it's just like, man, you know, all the complex entities that come with Kanye West. And then you mean to tell me that from day one, this man thought to have a camera guy follow him around everywhere he went and film everything. I mean, you on a documentary, you see... You see, when he's trying to become a rapper, and you see Rockefeller Records, Dame Dash, and Jay-Z, and them kind of curving him. You see him going into the offices, trying to play the execs the music, and they curving him. They're not paying him no attention for real. And they were playing All Falls Down. You know what I'm saying? Like, All Falls Down. With Selena Johnson, bro? The classic. He was playing that joint, performing it, and them motherfuckers was just looking at him like he was crazy. His cameraman, Cootie, did an all-access show, uh, something zero, whatever. They showed it on documentary. Basically, he had a TV show where he would interview artists in the third, and that's how he linked up with Kanye, blah, blah, blah. And it's funny because when I was younger, I was on a TV show like that that was on UPN and on Fox. Yeah, UPN and Fox, if I'm not mistaken. I know UPN for sure, but I want to say Fox, too. Um, and we interviewed Kanye West one day. Well, I didn't interview. I, I wasn't the one interviewing him but he was on the show that i was on like a young kanye west the producer type he might have dropped two words or through the wire or something at the time i don't know but uh yeah man it's just crazy how things how things go man uh but that documentary is brilliant um it's dope to see the perspective of his mother and the type of mother he has, and which I understand why it was so traumatic when she passed away. She was so nurturing. You seen the documentary? She knew his lyrics to like old raps that he had when he was younger, or he was. She was always encouraging him, and uh, you know, just giving him insight and just being very proud, man. And that's it's very dope to see, uh, you know, her encouraging him at a young age or whatever the case, man, to just do you and like. Be who you gonna be, and, and, and you know, instill the fact that he's talented and encourage that man. And it's this one scene where I forget what the context of the conversation was, but uh, it was on the lines of like being arrogant, da 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 da, this and the third or whatever. And his mother says, "You got to realize that the giant looks in the mirror and sees nothing, but everybody sees the giant." You know, and it was just like, man, that quote was like crazy. And, uh, yeah, rest in peace to Donda. It was also cool to see, you know, how it went from just Kanye, you know, the rapper, the producer, glamorous life, always succeeding to, like, weird parts of Kanye started to come out when his mental health started to decline, you know? And there's even a scene where the guy who's filming it, uh, they were in the Dominican Republic, and Kanye was meeting with, like, some investors or something for some property, and... He starts to go on a weird tangent rant, and oh boy, like was narrating, like, yeah, that's when I decided to cut the camera off. 
scenes like where he just keeps saying, I go to the hospital for this. I go to the hospital for this, meaning his mental health. And then you fast forward to present day Kanye. And it's like, I remember being on here before and did a rant about how I was mad about Kanye with the whole Donald Trump thing and talking about slavery was a choice. And now I understand, like, I forget what they said he's diagnosed with, but you know, it's a few things. He's supposed to be on a few medications, but it's just like, after watching that documentary, it's kind of like, damn, man, like at one point did it start to like really decline to where like he needs some help. It went from like he was cool to he's not cool. Then you fast forward, you see all this stuff with him and Kim Kardashian and beefing with Pete Davidson and just doing a lot of stuff. Like, And then it's like, I think full spectrum too, like with them, but dude, there's a lot of shit be like strategic, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like he drops a, a documentary, drops an album, uh, Kim Kardashian and this Pete Davidson thing is blowing up, so Kanye is steady in the headlines. I mean, here nor there, Kanye is one of the dopest to ever do it, you know? And to the point where you see him go from just rap to gospel, man. Like, it makes some gospel stuff that's banging. You have a choir that's going around doing Sunday service, you know, around the world. You know, you dropping a listening party where you packing the arena, the what was it, the Mercedes Benz Stadium, if I'm not mistaken. You know, but hey, Kanye's always gonna be one of the greatest to ever do it. I just hate to see him beefing with people like like recently he just out of all people, Kid Cudi. Definitely one of his day ones. They got a joint album together, um, Homeboys. The joint album it covered a lot of stuff about mental health on the too, you know. Big Shine just beefing with Big Shine just a minute ago and talking crazy. And we don't know the intricate workings of the situation, but you just hate to see this type of stuff. Like when Jay Z was supposed to be beefing, you hate to see that. They dropped a whole album together, man. That was just straight fire. It is a genius play that he um, he's the first artist to develop a player, like a music player. It's called the Stem Player. And he was saying with this Donda 2 album, that's the only way you can get the Donda 2 album is by buying the Stem Player. And uh, he said he made like $2 million or whatever because he sold 11000 in the first whatever the case. And they're $200 a piece, whatever the case. And for what I get, the gist of the stem player is you can like isolate things. So if I want to hear acapella, I can hear acapella. If I want to hear the acapella and then add the drums, I can hear that. Or if I want to hear the acapella with just the, the, the melody and, you know, whatever. You can play around with like, you know, the different sounds of how you want to listen to it. And uh, that, that's pretty dope, you know. One of the dopest scenes is uh, when Kanye like gets done with the song, the sample from uh, Shaka Khan. When he gets done with that one, and uh, he just playing it for people seeing a reaction, and he plays it for Pharrell, and Pharrell is jigging to it, and then realizes like, yo, he's talking about rapping through the wire of his mouth being wired shut because of a car accident he had. He went crazy, and you and you gotta think too, crazy, bro crazy <laughs> and a crazy analogy you know you get that sample and you actually going through that while your mouth is wired shut and you make a record like that man that's that's dope i remember that was one of the first vinyls i ever got um, when i first started kind of djing that was one of the first vinyls i got uh when i was in this dj pool and i remember it was through the wire on one side and it was a song named two words on the other side and two words had most deaf on it and kanye west and most deaf are going back and forth man fire record timeless and back to the through the wire joint, man. I remember when Shaka Khan had an interview online, man, and she said he fucked up my song. Like she did not like the song at all. Uh, it's on uh, Vlad TV. I think that joint was like years ago, maybe uh, I don't know, four years ago or something like that. And when it comes to sampling, there's a lot of records that like 
you hear artists still say that type of thing and you find out situations like well they don't own the rights to their own music or all of the the rights to it or whatever so they don't have the actual say so who gets to sample the music for a certain price you know and then you have those artists that do own their own situation and you submit music to that you can sample and they tell you no they don't care who you are they just say no one person for sure that i've heard that is like a real stickler like that is Sade. from what i hear she's like no just period no like i don't care who it is what's the amount really like no you're not sampling me <laughs> or you're not uh get you know i don't think she even featured on a lot of stuff man uh I mean, so for all you youngins that uh, don't know who Sade is, let's go down this. Hey, 1984. Hold on, I know it's going to be an ad. I knew it. Fucking ads, bro. And you got to listen to the whole 15 minutes of the damn ad, bro. Man, YouTube making their money off of us, bro. You used to be able to skip. She got 97 million views on this song, bro. Come on. This is timeless music. Hey. It's real sexy. <laughs> Classic though. It's just like you like to you just swag a little bit to that. You know, just you know, it's just that's just like some real feel good back to back. And she just giving it. What else we got? I mean, she got plenty. Man. Let me go to one of my favorites. No Ordinary Love. This joint got 129 million. Uh. Come on, bro. You talking about timeless music? Timeless. Come on, let me fast. Just gotta man, look up Sade. It's spelled Sade, or for you youngins, S A D E. Boy, I ain't got the jigging over here to knock the rest of this shot over on the damn mouse. Hold on, I got some paper towels here. See, that's what happens when you be jigging. You be jigging hard, hey. You know what I'm saying? You lose control. I was looking at something the other day where I found that they have streaming farms. Basically, like, you could hire somebody that could basically give you a bunch of plays on, like, your record on your YouTube video or or stream your music on all these different sites to give you, you know, for example, 50,000 plays or 50,000 views. But they have all these different devices that they'll just, you know, hook up to Wi-Fi and then input your link in there and just play your shit, like, back to back to back to give you all these plays, you know, um... It was crazy. Like it's just it's like what is real nowadays? Like what is real as far as numbers wise and what's not. I remember um uh Travis Scott's old manager, he came out uh when Travis Scott was going through that situation with uh Astro World and those people dying, but he was basically saying that was one of the tactics that they used when they first start started with Travis Scott. Like they had bought fake plays to make him number one on SoundCloud and this, that and the third. Uh the, the same with the fake blue check. You know, uh, the blue checks on Instagram, man. Like, I thought every time you see a blue check on the pages, it was somebody official, meaning you had to submit some type of documents to do X, Y, and Z so that Instagram put a special thing on your profile. But nah, I guess we got people who, who know how to hack or code or whatever, and you can pay them to put something in your bio that'll give you a, a blue check on your page. And there was a video online how you could tell 
uh, whose blue check is real and who's not by uh, viewing something in the settings. And I remember going to certain people's pages, uh, especially from my hometown, St. Louis, but going to other people's pages and just checking to see if they blue pay, you know, their blue check was real. And a lot of them weren't, you know. A lot of stuff is done for clout. A lot of stuff is done for a facade of what it looks like, you know. It's like what is real nowadays. But even with the numbers thing, like the same with Instagram, you can buy, you know, you can buy followers and buy likes. I know one indication you could tell that they fake is if you go to somebody's page and it says they have 30,000 followers and they're following 400 people or whatever, and you go to their most recent picture and they got 40 likes on it, more than likely all them followers are fake. Or you go to a picture and they got 3,000 likes on it and then, you know, they have 10,000 followers, it's like, eh, most than likely those are fake. And another way you can do to check those is go through their likes and just start clicking random profiles. And you'll see, like, a bunch of profiles would be, like, the profile picture of a 10-year-old Middle Eastern kid in the desert. And then it'll have no no photos. They're only following, like, three people. Uh, there's, like, Arab in the bio. It's like, so when you got a bunch of those followers, it's like, yeah, more likely your, your shit's fake, bro. So is it worth it in the end? Because you still have to do the work so that people know who you are, you know, and people understand who you are. Because if you're just faking it till you make it, it's kind of like, and really that nobody is checking for you. How do you feel then as an artist or as a podcaster or as a uh, public figure? That's another thing. Everybody's a public figure or influencer now, you know. Uh, you know, how do you feel when you're faking it and you're really not having those plays? You really don't have those streams. You really don't have those followers. You really don't have those video views. You know, how do you feel? And another thing you artists got to stop doing, one of my favorite websites just to look at junk on is World Star Hip Hop because you never know what's on there. Just be some crazy, bar, bizarre shit. But at the same time, they'll put up like music video. Like you can submit your music video to be featured on a page for that day. But one thing that artists do on there is they'll go and pay World Star to give them a million plays or so. It'll be like Boo Boo the Fool with a song named Boo Boo Hustling. And then you see this, the video has 1,300,000. Like, well, who the hell? You know what I mean? It's like, no. And I've been saying that for years. But, yeah, you can get on Worldstar and pay them to put your video up and pay them to boost your plays. That still ain't a good look because I don't care if you got a million views on there or not. I'm not clicking it because I don't know who Boo Boo Fool is with Boo Boo Hustling. You know? So, at the end of the day, like I say, is it worth it, man? Got to do yourself a favor and check out the documentary The Tender Swindler on Netflix, bro. It's... um. It's a bizarre documentary about online dating on Tinder where this dude basically swindles women out of money. You know, he he lures women in. See, this is the thing. In the beginning, he'll lure you in by, y'all go out of some shit. And then he'll say something like, hey, do you want to go to Paris tonight? Or do you want to go to blah, blah, blah? My private jet is waiting and da, da, da. And you'd be like, yeah. And they actually get on the jet, go to Paris, wherever he said they're going to go have a really good time and send them about their way then he start feeding them these lies about how he needed money and and chicks was biting man you had chicks running up their credit cards and all kind of stuff you got to check it out definitely got to check that joint out he was telling these chicks man my enemies hold on my enemies are after me and you got to send me some money so i can go because my credit cards are da 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 and, you know, he's supposed to be some multi-millionaire diamond guy or heir of a diamond uh, company. You know, some bizarre like that. But, yeah, he was basically tricking these chicks out of their money by basically making them believe something that they wanted to believe. Like, these chicks was giving them the money because they was like, oh, he got bread. 
you know? So, yeah, let me go ahead and max out my credit card. I mean, but I'm not saying it's logical. I'm just saying I can see how they was kind of thinking because they was gullible. Meanwhile, he's taking your bread and he going to kick it with the next chick or whatever the case. But he ended up getting caught and did some time. But he got out and uh, it's supposed to have been like, from what I hear, he's going to get the podcast or he's going to get a book deal or I don't know. You know, you know how that shit goes, man. Just like your boy, what was it, Kyle Rittenhouse? Uh, he uh, he sh- he killed those people at the protest, and then he ends up with like a a book deal and a documentary that they were doing on him from the truck. You know, shit like that. I mean, moral of the story. You know, the, the kind of the the climate now it loves dysfunction, so it awards a lot of dysfunction. While we speaking on scams, I just like the show uh, that dropped on Netflix. Also, was it uh, is it Finding Anna or Inventing Anna? No. Together, I think it's inventing Anna. Anna Delvey, inventing. No, not invisiting. Inventing. Can I fucking spell? Okay, yeah, inventing Anna. That's what it is. About this chick named Anna Delvey that was like scamming people out of the money. Like they thought she was rich and shit too. Like, but she was just scamming people out of money. Like saying with a foundation and uh, lying about who her parents was and hey, you know, can you pay for this? It's twenty thousand dollars and i'll pay you back when my dad sends this money or when my trust fund comes in so she always people thinking she had a trust fund hey man it's crazy as hell crazy as hell but that's a true story too but it's a series on netflix also a hilarious uh comedy special that's on netflix is one by earthquake i'm liking uh, netflix's um comedy uh selections lately with with stand-up comedies the two things i love out of watching I mean, you guys know documentaries. I always talk about documentaries, but also comedy shows, too. You know, I love stand-up comedy. I love going to see comedy. I've been able to go see comedy with the COVID and all that because, I don't know, man. It's like, you know, you know, I don't know. It's like when, when you think about a lot of people in one room or in a stadium, you think of, like, COVID nowadays, right? I was watching the Super Bowl, and I'm like, they said how many people were in attendance. I forget the actual number, but that was it was like 70,000 people. At the Super Bowl, I ain't see a mask in sight for real, bro. I might have seen a, a few here and there, but I ain't seen no mask, bro. Ain't seen no mask, bro. I don't know. And then you got like now they they saying you don't have to wear a mask indoors. So like Biden lift the whatever the hell. I don't know. I'm just tired of talking about COVID, bro. I ain't gonna stop. And at least we know now that the war with Russia and Ukraine that'll be the the big headline. It won't be no more COVID news for real. You might see some stuff here and there, but. I don't know. The, that that whole situation is crazy, too, because Russia got a lot of nukes and all that stuff. I've seen where they were talking about uh, areas that they supposedly have missiles ready to to be launched over here in the U.S. And I don't know. It's just, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't pay attention for real in history class. So I don't know about NATO and all that, really. I'm just going to be real. And if I did know, I don't remember. It'd be so much stuff happening in life, bro. <laughs> that would be just hard to keep up with everything, bro. Like, you can't remember every damn thing. I don't know, man. You just you you would you would wish for world peace and stuff like that, but it's always some bizarre as hell that'd be happening. I don't even watch the news for that reason. It's just always some, you know, it's always news that needs to be on the news that's not on the news. Like, you see stuff on Facebook. That's how I find out my news, for the most part. It's like Facebook or Instagram. You'll see somebody bring awareness to something that needs to be 
brought to light, you know, and you wonder like, damn, why didn't I hear that? You know, my grandma's always getting on my head because I don't know what's going on in the news that she watches. But it's like, Grandma, you're the only person really that can sit there and watch CNN all day. Like, I don't have time to do that. I can't do that every day, you know. And speaking of my grandma, we've been getting into it lately. Uh, we always get into it, man. I love her. You know, she's uh, 88 years old, bro, just sharp. You know, she want to let you know she's sharp and she ain't taking no mess. But lately, we've been getting over it over stuff like she wants to pay off all her credit cards. So she's like paying all this money to credit. And I'm like, bro, you're 88 years old. You got you got one foot in the grave, one foot on a banana peel, my G. Like, why are you trying to pay a credit card off or whatever the case? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can get that money to me, bro. I got a credit card bill. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you want to be real. But, hey, it is what it is. You know, she want to pay her shit off. So, hey, you know, that's what she going to do. You know, she has little goals she like to set and uh, just move forward. And, like, she's been on a walker for, like, two years, right? So now she's up to the point where she moved from the walker to the cane. She can balance herself now. So, you, hey, you can't tell her nothing. She going to tell me the other day she about to start driving a car again, bro. Speaking of credit cards, man, I got a notice the other day in the mail, a very disrespectful notice on a credit card that I'm paying off. <laughs> it basically said, hey, bro, you ain't paying this mug off fast enough, so we going to raise your interest rate in two months. I said, oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, we about to get this knocked out because the interest is what kill you, man. Y'all better pay attention to them credit cards, man. Pay them joints off and stay away from the predatory lending systems. Like, I get stuff in the mail all the time of some type of loan company I've never heard of or whatever the hell for, like, some loan, a high-ass loan. You know, nobody want that shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dire situations. If you press to the wall and you got to do that shit, you know, I'm not knocking it. All I'm saying is just try to stay on top of it. You know, uh, other than that, finances-wise, oh, crypto is down, stocks are down because of the war and everything, bro. I don't even check my portfolio just due to that because I'm like, damn, bro, I done lost like half of my portfolio low-key. I'm not going to stunt. My Acorns uh, investment app is probably the one that's still looking the best because those are stock ETFs that I invested in like over time. But uh, everything else on my Coinbase and my, my crypto app. It's, it's down. I don't even look at it. But, you know, I'm just let that money roll. Like I said before, you know, like I told y'all before, just put money in there that you wouldn't care if you did not get back. You know, a little bit of drinking money here and there. That's all you need to do. Other than that, oh, man, I paid off. Finally got my federal taxes paid off, bro. I was, what, 5300 behind over the years, man. And it wasn't because I was, like, trying to get over or I knew what I was doing. I didn't even know I was, like, not paying the right tax amount, you know, from, like, 2016 on up to... I believe 2021. Yeah. And basically on some shit too. Like I was claiming my son as a dependent, but I didn't know that, hey, you can't claim him if you're not the, the you know, the, the, the custodial parent, the one that can actually file taxes on him and like get money off that. I didn't know that. You know, I thought, well, shit, I'm paying child support, you know, blah, blah, this and the third. No, they still want your tax thing to be zero. There is no dependence, bro. There is no tax break. So, that and uh what else was it man um i think i filed exempt like for like six months one time listening to somebody at my job that turned out to be a bad idea <laughs> but you know all in all hey i'm just glad i'm i'm, I'm caught up with them you know because the irs they come and they'll come they'll take all your shit boy man you, i mean you go previous episodes and i'm over here talking about taxes and i'm on the phone with them and working out plans with them and stuff like that but they'll take they'll take 15 percent of your check before any deductions to satisfy, to start satisfying your, your, you know, your tax rears. And hey, you know, they'll take that until you get caught up. But um, luckily I was able to pay them some stuff here and there. 
Then they started taking what they wanted to take. And then when I filed my taxes recently, they just took my tax return and put that towards it. So, hey, I'm good. Caught up. And I will not go back, man. Like I say, tax debt is easy to get into and can be very hard to get out because them funds you did not calculate into your normal budget. I was listening to Steve Harvey the other day on the interview. He was talking about how he was $21 million, if I'm not mistaken, behind in uh in taxes, I was like, boy, what the hell? You know, like, man, like, you're making some serious paper. But you always hear stories like that with, with celebrities that get in tax debt, whether it's their accountant not doing what they're supposed to do or whatever the case, them not doing what they're supposed to do themselves, and they all this money. That shit is real, bro. Uncle Sam want all of it. They want all of it, you know? And meanwhile, what did they just send over to Ukraine? I think, was it one, uh, $13 billion or something like that? It was like, where are we getting this money from, bro? They were trying to send them money, but, you, you man, hey. Don't let me get started on that. Here in Missouri, you got um, taxes where it's like when you buy a car, you're supposed to pay the sales tax on the car. And then, you know, every year you pay property tax on the car. So your sales tax is based on the amount the car costs. And then at the end of the year, every year, you get an appraisal amount of what is worth. I don't even know how they equate how much they think your car is worth and you got to pay in property taxes. That's neither here nor there. But you got people here in St. Louis, man. With temp tags, you know, when you when you buy the car and they give you the temp tag to hold you over until you get the license plate, you got people that got temp tags from like 2019, 2018, and they just riding, you know. And it's like I get it, man. Like that's a lot of money to try to factor in. But the the killer is, you think they if you if you behind from 2019, you think they got to pay their sales tax number one of what the car you know costs on top of each year you're behind property tax. Plus interest, penalties, and fees. But if you want to renew your license plates or get your license plates on the car, got to pay what you weigh, man. Like I always say, pay your fare. Pay what you weigh, damn it. You know, it just it's just fees like that. It's like, man, I feel like you just throwing that out the window. Like I could have did something else with that money, you know. Even what you when you own a home, the same thing. If you don't pay your property taxes on your home, they can take your home, you know. So it's all a part of being a grown-up. Pay your taxes. But nonetheless, we're going to ride out like this, man. Make sure y'all send me some music, man. I need some new music. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. That's tfpfeedback at gmail.com. Send me the song. If I like it, I'll throw it on the podcast, you know. Uh, also, uh, what we got this week? Okay, this one is coming from uh, Bag Boy. It's called Shelf. Make sure you look them up on IG at big underscore bag with two Gs, O three. You play with the gang, you put on a shirt Y'all nigga ain't working no 9 to 5 Can't fuck with these hoes, they be telling me lies Y'all nigga, he ran up a check, he did it Nowadays it's hard to keep me committed Oh, I got to pack in, how many bullets can fit in the Mac 10? That's what they told me, y'all nigga ballin' like coke Get the bustin' with the left hand, feel like Janope I'm bout it, he say he get up with me, but I doubt it. Who the fuck finna do something about it? I ain't gave her no dinner, now she pout yeah Get the fuck in my house with that power And that hope fell in love with my money, yeah yeah, that hope I in love with a mouth. Yeah, hop out of whip with my hand on my side. That nigga a bitch, I ain't letting him slide. Put a light on the beam, ain't no way you can hide. The hollow stripping the fuck nigga pride. He died. They turn that bottle with pack. They turn that bottle with lit. Niggas counting me out, but watch how I come in the fronts. And came in this bitch with a stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick talk. All my nigga love stick talk. Nigga run up on me, get knocked. Oh, shut the fuck up, nigga, you not boss. Put a bag on his head, that's a big call. Yeah, nigga ain't blow up off TikTok. Got all the marbies in my wrist. What? Got all the marbies in my wrist. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Play with the gang, get put on the shelf. You play with the gang, get put on the shirt. Y'all nigga ain't working no nine to five. Can't fuck with these hoes, they be telling me lies. Y'all nigga, he ran up a check, he did it. Nowadays it's hard to keep me committed. Oh, I got a pack in. I'm in, but I can fit in the match in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm.
if it's matching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You play with the gang, you put on the self. You play with the gang, you put on the shirt. My nigga ain't working on no nine to five. That boy started chopping, that's where he died. Boy, I'm trying to put a fuck nigga in the sky. Sound like the 4th of July.